Hallelujah. It's good to see you all in the house today uh, on a special day like this where we will bless the marriage of our dear sister and, and, and our brother. Uh, and and they, uh, they've been, they were having their wedding marriage and, and, and the official uh, marriage last year. Um, had the, the pleasure of being there. And so uh, today we welcome both of them today in the church and we're going to pray and bless their union. Amen. So, yeah, I expected a better clap than that. Uh, and, and then also uh, just a special welcome as well to all the family that has come to support and to stand with you this day, right? It's, it's good to see you. It's good to see you sitting there. I'm always greeting him when he picks her up, but it's good to see you sitting there. Right. Yeah, and uh, so it's really, it's really good. Um, I know these, uh, the guys are translating. Does, does anybody else need the, the translation kit? You want? They don't need, but, but he, he, would you need it? He doesn't need it. Anybody else who might need just to be sure? Just to be sure. All right, okay. All right, good. So we'll, we'll go on like, like this. Praise God. Um, I've, been, I've, been teaching, I've been teaching you b- since the beginning of the year that it is the, it is the year for us to, to, to make impact. Amen. And, and I, said, I said also, if you will remember, early on that we need to expand, we need to conquer, we need to dominate. I've talked a lot about expanding uh, and, and the aspect of impact. Today I just want to talk a little bit very quickly about the other two words, conquer and dominate. Amen. Conquer and dominate. Everybody just say conquer. Conquer. And dominate. dominate. Um, These are two very strong words. They are very strong words, and and being very strong words, I I need to just explain the context on which we we are looking at them, and as I explain that context, it shall set the pace for what shall happen the rest of this year. Amos chapter 9, verse 13, our key verse, our key verse, Amos chapter 9, verse 13, our key verse uh, speaks to us. And, and, and says, you know, things are going to be happening so fast. Everything's going to be happening at once, right? Things are going to be happening one after the other. That's what the Bible was telling us. It's going to be happening so fast. It's going to be one on the heels of another. So the, the guy who is sowing has no time to finish his sowing because the guy who needs to reap is already catching up with him because the harvest is just coming so fast. And, and the guy who is harvesting on the other side does not have enough time to finish harvesting because by the time the sower needs to start sowing, he, the harvester has not finished harvesting. It's just an expression to say the things are happening so fast. They are going beyond your normal time span where you would have expected that this thing should take six months. God makes it happen in three. 
where you were expecting that something would take you two weeks, God helps you to make it and finish it in one. When you thought you were out of time and there is no more time, suddenly you are able to put up a thesis that has taken you six years to write. You are suddenly able to put everything together, get your papers published in four months. <laughs> are you with me? The, the issue you thought was going to need you to go and talk to this person and that person and go into this office and knock on that door, suddenly God changes all that and says, you know what, we just decided that this one, we will solve it here for you. Am I speaking to someone? You know, there are things that only need God to step in and, inter, and, and, and intervene for you to bring them to happen. When you were thinking, you know, I was talking to somebody and they were saying, you know, well, pastor, let me first read through the Bible. And when I've read through the Bible and I've gotten to know what the whole Bible story was about, then I will choose whether to believe or not. And then suddenly the Holy Ghost touches them and they realize that, no, 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 it's not reading through the Bible that helps you to believe. It's meeting with God and their life becomes changed in an instant, in a moment, and then they start looking, which Bible should I start reading? Because that's how God is going to deal with our situations this year. When you thought I needed to raise 10,000 euros before my wedding, God makes it in that you don't need the 10,000 euros. We just have to marry you in church because you must get married tomorrow and move on. <laughs> I don't know who I'm speaking to, but, but, but be sensitive to what the Holy Spirit is saying. You see, God is going to put us into places, or He's already made, made room. Oh, I love this one. God has made room for us. He has made room for us. And in him making room for us, things are going to happen so fast. This is why we need to be ready to make an impact with the things that God is doing to us. And the impact we will make is to take the message of Jesus Christ and tell it to others. The impact we will make is to take out the message and you say what? I was sick and the doctor said I needed 10 months of therapy. But you know what? The doctor has changed his report after I got prayed for at church. I, I was struggling with this, but thanks be to God, the inspiration of the Holy Spirit gives us understanding. I, have now know, I now know how to do the equation of my study, and my thesis is moving. The family that was breaking down and, and people were just expecting to, for the day you will say, we are now divorced, suddenly, 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 the guy just changes. His heart is changed. Comes home and cooks you a wonderful meal and you say, honey, I'm not leaving this house anymore. <laughs> and all you will be able to say to people when they say, what happened? You say, well, all I know that yes, it is Jesus. It is Jesus. In my soul, I know he's done something. How he's done it, I don't know. 
but he did something very quickly to intervene in my situation. And that's what Jesus does. He steps in into situations and he's telling us to be ready to conquer and dominate. Amen. Tell your neighbor, conquer and dominate. Now the word conquer, the word conquer talks about overcoming and taking control of something. In its basic meaning, it is to overcome and take control of something. Often it's talking about something that is challenging your life, something that is combating you, something that is coming against you, something that would otherwise have get gotten victory over you when you say, I have conquered. It means I have had victory over it. I have been able to overcome the obstacle. I've been able to overcome the thing that was challenging me. That was, an, that was a hindrance to my progress. I have overcome. I have conquered. So kings and rulers who talk about I've conquered the enemy, the hostile nation, the hostile king, that was against my kingdom or against my region. I have conquered him and, 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 and I have overcome him. I have victory over him. And now it, it speaks about fighting. <laughs> it speaks about fighting. There is a fight that must come out of you. There is a fight that needs to rise up in you to be able to overcome. And there are various things that we must overcome. I don't have time to go into the things we must overcome, but we will speak about them in the course of days and Sundays to come. But there is, there is a conquering that we must conquer. And I believe that God wants you to understand these few things about conquering. Is number one, you need to start taking control of things in prayer. Our fight is in prayer. Our fight is on our knees. It's not a physical fight with boxing and wrestling. It's not to you to start going to make nuclear bombs like they are discussing now in the news every day. That's not the fight. The fight is a fight in prayer. It is a fight in prayer for your life. It is a fight in prayer for your children. It is a fight in prayer for your neighborhood. It is a fight in prayer for your job and for your, for your study and, and for the things you love and the things that are around you. It is for the fight in prayer for your neighbors and, and the people that you see that are struggling with one thing or the other. And you need to bring those things and take control of them in prayer. Amen. We need to take control of those things in prayer. James chapter 5 speaks to us about the power of prayer. In verse 15 and, and through to verse 16, it talks about the power of prayer. If you were to read verse, 14, verse 13 and 14, it asks a question. Is anybody in trouble? And it says to that person, let him pray. Can you, can you just go, skip backwards to verse 13 and 14? Or verse 14. Is any sick? Uh, go, go to verse 13. Verse 13. Verse 13 says, is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Switch to the NIV now. And, and, and it says, is any among you in trouble? Affliction is trouble. Is anybody in any form of trouble? Trouble from the tax office. You know, they have changed the rules about what information can be sent to you. It's called GDPR. Have you ever heard about that? Ooh. People, you're living in the university and you've not heard about GDPR. General Data Protection Rights. 
uh, regulation. It's a regulation that's coming into force next week. And you guys here deal with a lot of data. I'm sure the university will take care of you for those in the university, but the rest of us living in town, you know, there is something that protects your data now. So people can't just send you emails. Thank you that you give us your email and we can use that to say they gave us their email. That's why we send them the information. Otherwise, if you don't give us your email and you're receiving information from us, I might be sued. You hear what I'm saying? There's also a knowledge you must have about the church. But let me get back to my message. Is anybody in trouble? So when you get, do get in trouble with GDPR or you do get into trouble with the tax office because you didn't file your taxes on time, when you do get in trouble, there's something you can do, which is the first part of what you may need to do is to pray. If you are sick, pray. If you are challenged by the work situation, pray. That's how you're going to start your journey to conquering. There will be follow-up actions, of course, like you still need to file the tax papers. <laughs> but you can start off by prayer because things are won and conquered in prayer. I, I've, I told you the other day when we were celebrating the Netherlands about how, in, 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 about how the national anthem of the, or the Dutch national anthem was based upon the prayer of the king. He was praying and it ended up as a song that we now sing. And we stand upright and stand in alert and stand in respect and sing it. It was a prayer. Started off as a prayer. And out of that, as he prayed, the armies got their inspiration. And when he spoke to the armies to say, we need to stand for our land, Oranye. You know, we need to stand for the, for the country. Stand, we are of, 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 let's not talk about the blood, but you know, we need to defend it. We need to stand for the inspiration was coming from, from the moments he spent in prayer. He was conquering in prayer. And then there is a manifestation that comes afterwards, but it starts off in prayer. So church, I want you to know that in the, in the season that we are in where things are moving so fast, one after the other, when you almost have to chase up with things, the blessings everywhere you look, what? blessings and so you're having to chase up with the blessings you can't keep up with everything that's going on and I can tell you there's a lot that's going on and I know it's hard to always keep up with everything and there's work here there's work there and you know if I do this there is a blessing if I do that there is a but how are you gonna keep up I want to tell you one thing that you need to start doing more and more now and that is to pray that is to pray be a person of prayer. We need to be a people of prayer. Secondly, if we are going to conquer, we must move in faith. We must move in faith. Again, if you look at James chapter 5, it says the prayer of a righteous man, the prayer that's offered in faith, avails much or brings much results. It achieves much. It brings you to a place where you will have results. We are going to have to move the blessings out of the spiritual into the physical. Did you hear what I said? You need to move the blessings out of the spiritual and into the physical. Everything begins in the spirit. Everything is spiritual. Everything is driven by one force or the other. There is a spirit behind. And you have the Holy Spirit. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. 
You have the Holy Spirit. And so by the Holy Spirit, you need to begin to take hold of the things that God has prepared for you, the things that God has determined for your life. They are things determined for your life. And you can take hold of them by the Spirit. You can overcome when you move in faith. You can overcome when you move in faith. And so you will need to move in faith. You know, the righteous are as bold as a lion. It's faith. The boldness that the righteous man has is faith. Faith in God. Faith in Jesus. Jesus who died and rose again. That's the basis of our faith. See, there will be no need for us to sit in church if Jesus didn't rise from the dead. But it makes all the difference, the fact that he is alive today. He is alive today. Of all the stories of who should be worshipped and which is the name for people to worship, there is but one name which is recorded that he died and rose again and is alive today. His grave is empty for people to see. It's a tourist site. Been to the site of the grave. Why is it like that, that that place is there? Is because he's alive today. He's alive today. You don't have to worship a dead God. You don't have to go to a tomb where somebody's bones are rotting inside because he is alive today. And so we can worship him and that's the basis of our faith. And so if God can raise Jesus from the dead, there is no situation in your life that he cannot deal with. If God can raise Jesus from the dead, there is nothing that you are going through that Jesus cannot touch, that Jesus cannot deal with. There is no situation that is so big. If God could come down and be man, change himself out of the form of God that he was and be man, nobody else has ever, no other God has ever been able to come and be, be just, you know, here. But he has gave himself up for us. And when he rose again, said, I give you this life. All you need to do is believe. Just put your faith in me and I'll give you that life. Come to me and I'll give you that rest. I will give you peace. I will give you joy. All you need to do is believe. We can conquer anything that comes our way if we can but believe. If you can but believe. It's, it's, it, and the greatest miracle of your life is the miracle that you give your life to Jesus and he raises a dead soul and makes the soul live again. He can bring your spirit back to life, connected again with God and begin to deal with the things in your soul that trouble you. And, and it comes when we take control of things in prayer and by faith. Put your faith in Jesus. Put your faith in God. Put your faith in the Lord. He is able. Oh, tell your neighbor, God is able. God is able. God is able. The second aspect is that we must dominate. We must dominate. Dominate your space, I told you at the beginning of the year. Dominate your space. Dominate is a, is a word that when most of us would really, when you hear somebody saying dominate, it comes kind of negative. Because it, it does not imply a context of sharing. It implies a context that is almost selfish to say it's about me. And, and, and yet, and yet you are called to be a person of dominion. 
You must dominate your space. It's not dominion over other people, but it's dominion over the spiritual realm and the things that are around you that are against you. It's not dominion over the brother. That's not what God is calling us to. But we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Ephesians chapter 6. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. We wrestle against spiritual forces and powers and principalities that rule the air. Go go to Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. Our struggle or our wrestling is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world. And against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. And therefore you must dominate. Go to the next verse. And so the next verse says, verse 13, Therefore put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, there is a day of evil that comes to everyone. When the, and the day of evil, it is just a day that bad stuff happens to you. Just a moment that bad stuff happens to you. On the day that the devil tries to bring you down, when that bad stuff happens, you will be able to stand. Why? Because you have the armor of God. So I want you to know, every one of us has a challenge. Doesn't matter how good the suit looks. Doesn't matter how, how, how sweet the food tastes. It, it doesn't matter how, 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 how nice your wife looks. It, it doesn't matter how, how, how well Millicent cooks. We all sometimes have a rainy day. We all sometimes have a day that brings something that challenges our emotions and challenges our spiritual, challenges our physical bodies, and we, we sometimes get sick. The other day my wife says, I need to lay hands on you because you're having too much flus around. And I'm I couldn't imagine myself spending a whole Saturday sleeping because I was sick. And, and my kids were saying, you know, Dad, you look terrible. And they just left me sleeping. And Hila was coming to lay hands on me. And I said, just, I just couldn't imagine myself. So I said, you know, something's happening. And just, it's, a, it's a rainy day suddenly. After, after 39 years where I don't remember having to have to spend a whole day sleeping. I had two days of, of, you know, can you just leave me to sleep? Because of a flu. <laughs> you know? and, 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 you know, you, we all have a bad day. You get into the office all happy and somebody pours coffee on your clothes. And you're about to meet your professor, you know, and you're thinking, how am I going to go into my professor's office with coffee on my shirt? How am, I going to my, how am I going to go into the meeting with all those colleagues with, with, with my shoe that's broken? You know, I've seen a lady one day come into the office and she was walking like this because she was trying not to make her shoe go. And the moment the meeting finishes, please just allow me to disappear, get a new shoe. And, and suddenly the whole, the whole morning is spoiled because on the train she was holding the shoe in her hand. In the office she now has to walk with a, a different style of walking but just, just, just to maintain the, the heel on the shoe. And it's a, it's a bad day. And she's disoriented all of a sudden on something she has been preparing for and waiting to present to us for a long time. 
But the shoe got broken on the way, spoils the whole day. We all have a bad day. You wake up and they put salt in your tea instead of sugar. And then they tell you that's, that was the last coffee left. So you are, you are, you are, you know, and we all have a bad day. And then sometimes it's, it's real stuff. You know, we get sick and, and we are so sick, we, we just can't, can't handle it anymore. We start to go crazy. But there's, there is something that can help us through. There is somebody that can help us through. And his name is Jesus. Said his name is Jesus. He can help us to dominate over all those things. So even when the shoe gets broken and there's coffee on your shirt, when you have Jesus, it's a bad day, yes, but I have dominion. I'm not going to let it get me down. I'm going to go in and do what I'm supposed to do. If I have to tell them, guys, sorry, I walk in a certain way today, but guys, don't mind me. Just follow what I'm saying. And you, Jesus helps you to face it up. Tell your neighbor, Jesus helps you to face it up. He is the helper of the helpless. He is the strengthener of those that have no strength. He is the one who gives strength to the weak and strength to the weary. When we have no hope, he opens the light in the darkness and it gives us hope. Anybody who's ever walked in a dark place, any form of light gives you hope. Who has ever been in a forest and you're walking in this thick forest, it's all dark and, and the twigs, you know, when you step on the twigs, you're looking who's around me. Been in that place. And then suddenly... There is some light that you start to see. What do we normally do? We move towards the light. Why? Because the light tells us there is, must be hope. There must be hope. Light tells us there must be hope. Jesus is the light. Jesus is the light. And in Jesus there is hope. In Jesus there is hope. There is hope for your marriage. There's hope for your home. Amen. There's hope for your business. Amen. There's hope for your study. Amen. There's hope for your children. Amen. There's hope for your husband. Amen. There's hope for your wife. Amen. There's hope for your neighbor. Amen. There's hope for your friend. Amen. There's hope for your teacher. Amen. There's hope for your manager. Amen. There's hope for your subordinates. Amen. There's hope for your class. Amen. There's hope for your house. There is hope. You know what? There's even hope for your cat and dog and cow. There is hope. And the bird you keep in the cage, there's hope. See, one, one of the reasons the bird keeps looking outside is that it sees the light from the cage and says, there is hope. There is hope. And how much more us who are made in the likeness and the image of God we have a greater hope. And that hope is in Jesus. Hallelujah. That hope is in Jesus. So dominate your, your, your space. It's about having that power and the influence to live every single day of your life knowing that there is hope. That's dominating. That's dominating. Knowing every day that there is hope for you. 
there is hope for you. So no matter how bad they speak about you, your hope says, I will make it. No matter what the bad report says concerning your life, your hope says, I will make it. When they don't give you the visa, your hope says, I will make it. Either here or there, I will when the year seems to go by and the brother is not proposing, your hope says, I will. <laughs> uh, I will make it. I will make it. God on my side, I will make it. Jesus with me, I will make it. The Savior with me, I will make it. No money in the bank, but I know with Jesus I will make it. I may, not have to, I may not be able to have caviar every day, but I can only eat browner bread from Albert Hein, you know, the last one of the day. But I will make it. I'll make it. I'll make it. My bike is squeaking, but I'll get there. I'll make it. I'll make it. May be on the sick bed, but I'll make it. May need the kids to pray over me, but I'll make it. I'll make it. They may not understand me, but I'll make it. That's dominion. And we dominate when we walk with Jesus in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let me give you this scripture and then, then we close. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 10 to 11, is, is a scripture that I love so much. I will not explain it today, but I just need to tell somebody this. I just need to give this into somebody's hand. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. For in the grave where you are going, there is neither working, nor planning, nor knowledge, nor wisdom. But whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. That's the way to dominate. I told you there is going to be prayer, but there is also going to be action. There's going to be prayer, but there's also got to be action. Action is what makes us dominate. When we put our prayers and our faith into action, we will conquer and dominate. Amen.